Wrestling Fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining the Queens of Belly Up Wrestling as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady, Kayla. Hello. And our resident jester, Jolie. So. On this episode of the Queen's Takeover, we might as well call this Prediction Weekend because we have a lot and I do mean a lot of matches to predict for the WrestleMania card. Plus, we do have some NXT to throw in here. And with WrestleMania being two nights, of course, it would be a lot to go over and everything. But like I said, let's get to NXT first. On this past episode, we saw that the six women ladder match uh, participants is getting filled in. This next coming up, we, we do have a second chance gauntlet match. For the last spot. As of right now, the participants for the gauntlet match are going to be Aaliyah, Caden Carter, Deanna Perrazzo, Shotzi Blackheart, Dakota Kai, and Zaya Lee. And this is, of course, yeah, anybody who lost their match, their qualifying matches leading up to this. So, let's get into it. Alright, Kayla, who's getting the last spot? I'm going to go out on the limb here a little bit. I'm going to say Dakota Kai. I don't know why. I just have that little feeling inside of me that I think is going to be Dakota Kai is going to get the last spot. Alrighty. Jolie? Dakota's a good choice, but I, I want to go with my uh, my dark horse, uh, Shotzi. Ah, I, love, I, love me a, I love me a tank girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that one. I was actually thinking about that one too, but then it kind of part of me would be like, eh, I think maybe Dakota might. So, Well, yeah, well, Dakota has the, um, she'll have the outside interference. So, but it, oh. also, depends, it also depends on who's starting first. So, mm-hmm. like, Aaliyah, I don't see her going far. Zaya, don't see her going far. Um, Shotzi has a chance to go, the, like, go far. Dakota and, um, Deanna. I don't, I really haven't seen Caden wrestle that much. So, but, um, speaking of NXT, can we, can we go on to the most important part of that ladder match the return of eo i was so happy i was like Mm -hmm. yes when when i saw zaya lee got jumped backstage and then you see the i think it was um greg hamilton yeah and he's like no we've got a competitor for you and her music hit i was like yes son of a bitch (laughs) whoa (laughs) we're expecting her back I was no, I wasn't expecting her back that soon. To be perfectly honest, I thought they said like th- uh, two to three months. So it's been only two months, so yeah, I guess her knee injury wasn't as severe. But again, you're looking at somebody that was supposed to be in Tampa next week. So you know, seeing being able to possibly see EO wrestle in person because I was gonna maybe get takeover tickets last minute. It all depended, but yeah, so it was just one of those god damn it but thank god she's back yeah it's like catch 22s and everything like that uh i'm looking at the list here and everything the name that pops out to be the most would be dakota kai tell me what y'all think about this um what about a wild card coming in and they're adding another participant and it ends up being bianca I'd be okay with it. I'd be all for her for that ladder match because she still has unfinished business with EO. She definitely has unfinished business with uh, Dakota. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, 
basically, as far as like my prediction for the participants right now, I'm gonna say Dakota, even though she's getting on my last nerves lately. But if they throw in the, if they throw in the wild card and everything, I would be all happy for Bianca coming in and winning it. All right, so. After all the wrestling and all the brawling and back and forth and everything is said and done, we do have a title match this coming up week for the North American title, a triple threat between the champion Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and Mr. He Can't Keep His Nose Out of Anyone's Business, Damian Priest, <laughs> especially with that club of his. All right, so Jolie, who's taking the title? Um, or keeping the title, I should say. I honestly think that Keith is going to retain, but if he was to lose, I think it's going to be to Dominic. I don't think, um, I don't really feel that Damien is ready for the title. Dominic is. I think uh, once Keith does drop the title, he could either go for the men's NXT title or be moved up. Uh, but uh, I definitely uh, think that the better feud between the next two would be Dominic and Damien. So I think Dominic wins or Keith retains. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have to keep this within the Texas family and keep and uh, go for my boy Keith Lee and everything. Because, I, I mean, pretty much even if, let's say, if Keith or, uh, Keith or uh, Dominic wins the match and everything, the thing between them two is far from over, irregardless. But I'm going to say Keith keeps the title. Kayla? Um, I'm actually going to agree with Jolie. Um, Keith Lee definitely will retain, but if it actually did change hands, um, it will definitely be Dominic Dijakovic because, like she said, uh, Priest is not really up there ready for championship material, and mm-hmm. Dominic is. So, But honestly, I think Keith Lee is going to retain. I don't think they're just going to say, hey, give me your title and move on to the next person, at least not right now. No, I know, right? All right, and so, oh, this is interesting. Okay, so the other match that was kind of set up, actually, that was really set up this uh, past Wednesday, is uh, in two weeks, Triple H is going to give an address to, to Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, tell them to be there in an empty building with one ring and a ref to settle their feud once and for all. I actually put up a poll this morning on Twitter as far as like who's going to come out in the rivalry on top and Gargano actually jumped up to a small lead 51% to 49% over Champa. So, let me throw this to you ladies. Who is ending this rivalry on top? Jolie? Champa. Um I just feel that Champa is the better fit. Uh, to win this one because I feel like whoever lost this match should be forced off of NXT. And um, Ciampa's already said he's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I kind of want that Daniel Bryan versus Johnny Gargano match <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Future Booker. That would be an amazing match, and I could see that maybe like being his quote-unquote retirement match if you want to get down to it. I think that would be the, the perfect opponent to take his place because he he is very Daniel Bryan-esque mm-hmm. um, like in his attitude and all that stuff. So my pick is Ciampa. Um, he finally gets to bury Gargano, 
finally gets to lay that down to rest and gets to go back for Goldie. Ah, Goldie. Oh, I think we're all waiting for the reunion. When it's going to come? We have no idea at this point. Kayla? Tomasa Chimpa. Um, like Julie has said, he's going to be the one to end it. And hopefully we will be seeing da- uh, Daddy's home, Goldie. Come to Daddy. <laughs> so, like you said, we don't know when that's going to be. But um, hopefully real soon we're going to see Tomasa Chimpa join Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura as a two-time NXT champion. Right. And it's funny, when I put the poll up this morning, Ciampa, like, jumped out to a huge lead, and so it's like, I'm ch- checking it right now, and I saw Gargano caught up, and I was like, damn! <laughs> so, I have, to see what, I have to see what happens when the poll ends tomorrow morning. Alrighty! So, let's jump to WrestleMania. Now, of course, the WrestleMania is going to take over two days, place over two days we have no idea what matches are going to be on each day yet but we are in for we do know one what one match is becky lynch versus Shayna baszler is going to be on the first night she said that on um a live stream oh okay the the one she did the other day yes oh yes i did see that yes Uh, okay i didn't watch the whole clip she did say that she is going to be on the first night okay all right, that's a good that's a good spoiler. Yeah, and they'll probably break up the main titles on both between the nights too and everything. But okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go from the bottom of this list to the top. All right, so the first match was actually just made last night between Otis and Dolph Ziggler. We've seen this coming for a few weeks. Poor Otis, asshole Dolph. <laughs> Kayla, who you got? My heart just pours out to Otis every time he got his heart broken. I felt it. I really, really hope that this goes well for him, that he finally gets his revenge. So I'm putting my fingers together. Hopefully, Otis, please beat the shit out of Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) And then after that, just go smack Mandy in the face. You know, make it a little bit interesting, saying, hey, I'm over you, blah, 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 moving on, goodbye something but um i'm going otis otis has to win i'm sorry he he just has to <laughs> you want otis to smack a woman on tv what <laughs> knock some sense into him saying i'm the good uh... man i'm the good man you don't need ziggler you know that kind of not like actually hit her just like okay okay i'm the good man not him <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense jolly i'm otis all day every day i am the epitome of otis Otis is me, so I I am picking Otis. Um, Like Kayla said, you know, you just feel for him. Um, Sonya recently said in an interview that, like, you know, this is one of the best storylines that they've been in because everybody's, like, cheering for Otis, and Mm -hmm. she loves working with him because he's such a great guy. And I've met Otis at last year's Access, and the dude gives a bear (laughs) hug like that. And I'm a big girl, so... When he gives a bear hug, it don't matter, small, little, you getting squished. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, so I'm definitely for uh, Dolph getting his uh, teeth kicked on his throat. But a comment, I saw something that uh, Mandy had said. She likes the storyline. It kind of reminds her of the Beauty and the Beast. 
Jesus Christ. What the hell? It was an article I saw the other day. She said she loves a storyline. Had something to do like she loved it because it was like Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, so. she she does like a lot of like they love watching Disney. Apparently, that's all the NXT and divas do. Or not divas, women's female superstars do is watch Disney. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, yeah, she said Beauty and the Beast was her and Otis. <laughs> ah. Which I guess I can agree with her a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, yeah, we're three for three on this. I got to give it to Otis and everything. So, it's like, yeah, I don't see this. I don't see this going any other way. Dolph needs to get the crap kicked out of him for once. All right. So, next on the list, we have Bobby Lashley and Aleister Black. Now, come to find out. That there was originally supposed to be build up to this one. However, what happened was is that uh, Lashley was in Africa doing promotion for a tour later on there. And so when all the stuff happened with the coronavirus and everything, when he got back to the States, he was actually in quarantine during that time. So that's why there was no build up to this one. Is Lana still in quarantine, please? <laughs> I think she's done with her movie. I think she's done with all that and everything. So she's going to unfortunately oh. be available. I literally <laughs> blocked her on Twitter because of the whole TikToks. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, nah, but apparently she's been doing a movie. But since all that got shut down, she's available sooner than she was originally supposed to be. So unfortunately, she's going to be hanging around. Oh, man. And so, even with the outside effect and everything, I gotta get—I gotta give it to Alistair. There's, yeah, I, I don't see. I mean, even though yes, Bobby Lashley, big, strong, unbelievable guy, and everything, but it's like Alistair is like a huge striker. The the black mask is unbelievable and everything like that. So I definitely see him taking the win on this one. Kayla, I'm gonna make it short and sweet to the point. Bobby Lashley will fade. To black. Alistair Black is my prediction. Alrighty. Jolie? Alistair, 100%. And maybe Zelina can take some time from taking care of Angel to come out and stand by her husband's side and beat the crap out of Lana. Oh, I would love that. I think everybody would. Hell, it's like you, Zelina being short and everything. It's like you can never underestimate a Latino, a Latina woman. Feisty as hell. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love Zelina. I know she was ripping on fans online, but I felt like she was more in character mm-hmm. than than her real persona. So it's like you know, you can never tell on Twitter if they're being their character or if they're being themselves but yeah no i just want to see her smack the crap out of lana for the love of god <laughs> oh yes, yes there is no love lost with me and lana i like i said before i the whole storyline with her and rusev and Liv just irked me because of the fact that you know they're talking about restraining orders and they never did their proper education on restraining orders and orders of protection and it just graded me. I know. It's like you were, I remember you saying like on Twitter back and forth and everything as far as like, do they not know how this process actually goes? Unbelievable. 
Okay, so moving on, and this one kind of took a turn a little bit the other day. Um, well, actually, I should say last uh, on Friday night. Elias and King Corbin, and we even had a recreation from The Lion King on SmackDown. Did you actually see, did y'all see that clip where someone actually dubbed the scene yes. from Lion King? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the funny thing was, I, I, um, hard drive issue uh and i finally redid everything again and i pulled all the files that i knew worked but they're all called file mp4s uh-huh zero zero ninety two so i've been going through it and the funny thing was when that clip came on the internet i was i had just found the lion king in the movie file and i was cracking up I'm like <laughs> i'm like if this isn't some some way of saying that this is supposed to go together right <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright so this one's come about in the last couple of weeks and everything like I said this one took a bit of a turn on Friday when King Car- uh, when King Corbin actually uh, got his little bit of scar on in, in him and hit uh, Elias off the top of the perch and everything alright so Jolie who do you see in this match coming out I kind of want Elias to win which is odd because I hated him last year, but that's how good he is as a heel and as a face. I can't tell which side of him I like more because I love his songs, especially when he's dissing the town that he's going in. <laughs> um, except for Philadelphia, I did yell at him for that one. But oh, then, I thanked, then I thanked him for making fun of Pittsburgh because I hate Pittsburgh. So, um, no, I think um, I, I would really like a live win. I think... You know, after getting uh, called a Shih Tzu last year at WrestleMania, he deserves a win. Oh my God! Yeah, that was that was so hilarious last year because it's like I started watching wrestling after the whole Doctor Thugonomics stuff, and so I really never really saw John Cena and that whole motif and everything. So that was actually hilarious. Oh, uh, when when he came out last year, man, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fucking lost it. I was like going ape shit and this little girl <laughs> sitting in front of me was like what the hell is your like wait cause she's wearing a Charlotte shirt I'm like just wait to the main event I'm going to be heckling you all night. <laughs> Did yes, you? I, I heckled a child. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> she was cheering for Charlotte. I was cheering for Becky. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so okay, back. To, all right, back to the match. Kayla, who do you got? <laughs> um, I want to bounce back to WrestleMania last year. The basic Doctor Thugonomics coming out and Saltine Elias was awesome. Um, but like Jolie has said, it's kind of hard to really hate Elias when he's a heel and a face because he does both so well. Um, his songs that he does every time he insults his opponents are very funny and hilarious. Um, it's definitely something that I look forward to. Um, even though he might have suffered some bodily injuries, not death like Mufasa did in The Lion King, um, I hope Elias can end Corbin because King Corbin, you just annoy me. Just... Just give it away. Just go away. You're worse than Lana at this point. 
This is true. <laughs> yeah, kind of and everything. But it's like, I, I put this on Twitter. One of the things I am liking about these uh, shows at the Performance Center is that because there's not because the audience is not there and everything, you hear a lot of the trash talk back and forth and everything. And I love that. It ramps up the intensity between the matchups and everything. I, I was actually shocked that, that they were actually focusing more on the trash talking um, because usually you can tell when they do the verbal cues. So I wonder if they decided to do trash talking as a way to prompt the cues. Maybe. All right. So as far as the match and everything, Corbin's tricky. Corbin, Corbin's definitely tricky. He may try to weasel his way through the match somehow and everything. But yeah, I, I, I just, I, I gotta go. I gotta go with Elias. There's no, there's no way on this one. All right. So this one, this next matchup's definitely been brewing for like quite a while right now. And they're definitely going to have finally have their time in the ring. Um, and it, it sounds like everything's going to be one-on-one because the rest of the posse is gonna, not going to be at the center from what I've read and everything. KO versus Seth. Jolie's favorite superstar. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> that wasn't towards you. That was towards him. I know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, let's see. KO and Seth. Uh, okay, before yeah. we get into the I, match, uh-oh. talk okay. about the promo that Seth dropped. Ooh. And how, and how he said, like, you know, there would be no NXT if it wasn't for him. I was fine with everything that Seth said because I can actually agree with that, you know. I don't feel that he was the only one. I feel that it was built on the backs of him, Finn, and other and the like. Mm-hmm. But when he dropped that woman's evolution line, oh hell no! I hell just, no. I just really was like, you know, if this actually happened in a live audience, he would have gotten shit thrown at him. I feel, <laughs> and I feel that the women would have come out at the top of the ramp after he said that. And Becky would have been up front. Yeah, I think I put on Twitter afterwards. I, I commented on that. I was like, "Going, uh, Seth, I think Becky would like to have a word with you." <laughs> I, 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 Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, Sasha, Bailey. <laughs> I was I like, mean, we, are, "We already know you balls. keep balls in a man purse," but like when he said that, I'm like, "Oh my God, who who, who gave him ball juice? Who made him think he's got bigger?" <laughs> A bigger set than he really does to actually say that. I mean, that promo was legitimately one of his best promos to date. I will straight up say that. And like you know me, I'm not a fan of Seth. Mm-hmm. I, I think he and I, this is both every version of Seth. I do not like the man. Yeah. And and people say it was because he, no, because I've met the man. I did not like the way that he treated me. I'll put this out there right now. If I pay for an autograph, if I pay for a photo, be nice. Because I didn't have to do that. And I thought, me, you know, you were a decent dude. I love the shield. And I think this was right before his heel turn, so he shouldn't have been a dick. And, I mean, you had I got a picture with Sasha, and she was nice. And everybody has horror stories about Sasha. Like, no, she's really one of the sweetest people. 
Randy Orton will straight up say, I'm an asshole. He was nice. Randy Orton was nice. Mm-hmm. The guy that put shit in a girl's bag was nice. And all I heard was how great Seth was. And it wasn't just me. It was a couple other fans that were in that line. And they, they were like, well, did he just seem kind of... I said, yeah. And like, it wasn't just me. And so like, I knew people that felt the same. Like, he was just cold. And yeah, he smiled and he put his arm. But it's like, it felt forced to me. And it's like, I don't, don't do that. I have met hundreds of celebrities. Paid for or not paid for. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, it's like, I do remember, it's like, that was like the biggest takeaway I had from the promo and everything. It was like a great promo and definitely got his message across. But, yeah, when he said that about the whole women's revolution, revolution and everything, I was like, well, you dick. Oh, it's like, it's like okay, where's Paige putting him in a five-way match? <laughs> Like, come on, she she rips on the four horsemen, but here you guys uh, um, got a man saying that he's the reason for the women's evolution. I'm like, oh, please, AJ Lee, somebody save us. Seriously, yeah. Oh. What'd you think about all that, Kayla? Like he said, he screwed up. Uh, part of me wanted Becky to come out there and just be like, excuse me? <laughs> you know, um, Hello? You know, do you have boobs? Do you have, you know, any kind of women, you know, part of you going on? Um, Yeah, that was definitely a top of a cake when he said, I built the women's revolution. Like, okay, no, you didn't. I mean, how would you feel if Becky came out there and cut a promo and said, I built the men's evolution? You think Seth would get mad, you know, it'd be just... (laughs) Somebody in creative team has completely lost her mind when they decided to have Seth say he built the women's evolution. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Like... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Actually, no, I think Triple H is head of the creative team now. Well, Heyman has been the one writing a lot lately because Vince has not been seen, apparently. Yeah. So it's it's him and Triple H. So I don't think Triple H would have written that because he knows his daughters will come kick his ass. Oh, and I'm, not sure. talking, I'm not talking about his daughters with Stephanie. I'm talking about the four horsewomen. The they will come daughters. kick his ass. Um, true, true. Um, so that that feel that line felt more like a Heyman line to me because while Heyman has gotten better with the women's uh, division, I I will say that they've actually done a lot better. And I remember we were bitching a couple months ago and how shitty the women's division was on raw and how much, how alive that division has come since then. Like, you know, Heyman has done such a great job with raw. Right. He has made it better. Um, I've, I've been very pleased with the product that raw has been putting out. I have been very disappointed in the product that SmackDown has been putting out, which yeah. sucks because I love smack. Like SmackDown has been my show. I've always loved SmackDown. It's like, you know, that show you saw, that started the weekend off for you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I, I feel like that was more of a Heyman line. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I kind of can't wait for Kevin Owens to kick Seth's ass. Um, because I will say this. When it comes to respecting the women wrestlers, Kevin has done an amazing job with uh, respecting the women's wrestlers. So, I take it that so that that'd be your prediction? 
Yes. Um, though, what is the stipulation? He was supposed to make a stipulation for the match, right? Wasn't there? Uh, he's, well, I mean, any time, any, any place, any stipulation. He hasn't made a stipulation that, though, yet. It's just, it's just straight up match at WrestleMania so, so far, but nothing's, nothing's been said about a stipulation. I wonder if they changed it because I thought I originally read somewhere that the stipulation was loser goes to SmackDown. <laughs> no, because. Wow. I, but that would have been the perfect way to send Seth to SmackDown. He's never been to SmackDown. He's been solely on Raw. And I think, you know, I think their line of thinking was it would be great to have him and Roman feud. And bring uh, a fusion of new blood towards the championship. But that's just uh, something I read okay. a while ago before the world went to hell. Well, here's here's wishful thinking that it happens again and everything like that. But yeah, they definitely need a they definitely need a bit of a shake up on SmackDown. To, especially with uh, we'll get to the universe picture and everything like that. But they definitely need a shake up on that with that. All right, so back to this match. Kayla, KO, Seth, who's your pick? KO, most definitely. Um, he's well. He's well ready for a win. He needs to end this. Um, he's got his butt beat for weeks and weeks now by Seth Rollins and his wonderful goon squad, AOP, that I guess is still some of my favorite tag team champion. I mean, excuse me, tag teams. There is on the roster, and as far as Murphy, uh, I think they're just using Murphy for the heck of it. Cause, mm-hmm. but um, I definitely think if it happens to be a one-on-one, Kevin Owens is going to win. And if something happens that he needs backup, I have seen something that he is recently cleared. Um, I could possibly see Samoa Joe or the Viking Raiders coming to Kevin Owens' aid if needed. Hmm. About the AOP, I think um, is injured. One of them is yeah. injured. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I read. It's like they held him off from the tapings and everything because one of them's injured. And then I also I also read that uh, Murphy's not around either. I don't know what's going on with him, but um, Razor. But yeah. He, yeah, Ray. Yeah, so um, and then I heard Murphy. Murphy wasn't at the tapings either, so they're holding. Oh, him poor Sethy Wethy's gonna be all alone. <laughs> he gets new acolytes. Now this is true. Now there's oh, a rumor. Darn. There's a rumor about what? It. There's a rumor about a possible one or two new acolytes. Hmm. Interesting conspiracy who, theory. Who, who has been on a losing spree lately? Who, which two wrestlers have been on a losing spree lately? Mm. Oh, hell. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Nobody gives a shit about them. I'm talking hey. about Ricochet <laughs> and Cedric. And Cedric Alexander. What? Think about it. That'd be it awesome. Was, I... It was either that or there, there's that rumor that they're going to join uh, Seth or that MVP is going to be their manager. So that's the two rumors that I have been reading in the dark web out there. Um, but I'd rather them do their own tag team thing and possibly 
go for the titles and everything because it's like, yeah, they lost that match the other day on Raw, but I do see the chemistry together with them, and they have been like horribly underutilized. But, but it, it, I mean, but I mean, yeah, Ricochet. But, Ricochet did have the title match against Brock, but that was that, that was, was a squash yeah. match. That didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I think we're gonna be yeah we're three for three. Yeah, so far we're all in agreement on predictions because I don't see Ko losing this match at all. Oh man! Alrighty. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to mix it up here sometime, ladies. <laughs> Alrighty. Next up. Firefly Funhouse Match. John Cena and The Fiend Bray Wyatt. I think, if I'm not... They're probably going to go like in some direction like how they had Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton before with their match. Maybe on this one. I don't know how they're going to do the funhouse match and everything like that. But, yeah, it got turned into a funhouse match on, on Friday night. So, who comes out on top? On this one, as much I am I am a John Cena fan and everything, but with, with him not appearing so around much these days and everything like that, I think he's mainly being in to put, put, help put people more over on top again and everything like that and but but the fiend he's all like bray he's still kind of been over and everything so it's like it's kind of a toss-up on this one all right i'm gonna go bray there i said it kayla um as i've been writing this article prediction article uh, that predictions um, I, there's a lot of matches that's been up in the air for me, and this is definitely one. Um, at first I was like, is it John Cena? Is it going to be Bray? And then when they do the assimilation as far as Fire, Firefly Funhouse, say that five times fast. Um, like you said, it could have been something different when it was Bray and Orton, because they took, um, him, Orton did what, the Wyatt Compound? Yeah. Um, which kind of backfired on him um, or whatnot. Um, I'm going to actually going to have to go with Bray Wyatt, the fiend, because with it being his home advantage, I really don't see John Cena coming out because heck we might see the resurrection of rambling rabbit for the 13th time. It's a hundredth billionth time by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That poor guy. That poor rabbit. I swear. Ah, uh, Jolie? That looks like we're going three for three again. I am going with uh, The Fiend because this is a storyline that has been years in the making. Six years to be exact. So mm-hmm. I definitely feel like that this is his time to finally get that monkey off his back. That's uh, John Cena. I get that loss, that taste out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, and maybe it'll help quell the fiend like you know put him back in the box for a little bit yeah because i'm sorry i love watching just regular bray Wyatt come out and wrestle in a sweater that's just hilarious to me this it's like with the with how much this guy has transformed over the years even when he was like part of like the whole nexus stuff as a 
Husky Harris. Husky Harris, thank you. Everything. His the way he can transform a character is unbelievable. And so I don't I was almost gonna do an article one time about it, but I never had the time to actually like go through and actually write it out and everything. But the way the way he can do a character is amazing. And so yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind him coming out with just the sweater and everything, because that, especially that one match he did with John C, uh, with uh, the Miz and everything. That was, oh, that, that was, was epic. That was crazy. That was crazy. That was, that was that was one of the. I feel like one of his better matches. I mean, he's had good matches with the Fiend, mm-hmm. uh, especially his uh, one the Fiend versus Daniel Bryan, which was amazing. Yeah. But like you know that match when then when Bryan came back, um. But no, what, what you said about the Fiend, like if you watch that documentary on FCW for the championship wrestling where the before it got started in the NXT, right? Like just watching him do his promos mm-hmm. was like yeah. he ha- he has this way of entrapping you and enchanting you, and it's like you just want to know more. He's he's a fantastic storyteller, and he is truly a, a master of duality, completely. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah. So we're def- definitely going to have some fun in that. They're definitely going to have some fun in that house. <laughs> oh, especially with now with that, like you know, it's like, I think this is one of the only good things about WrestleMania. To be perfectly honest, the way that it is mm-hmm. lined up right now, um, because it gives them a chance to edit matches like this. Right. So, like, there is there is some <laughs> pros to it, like you know the pros being we get wrestling mm-hmm. uh the cons being they're putting a lot of people's health at risk but <laughs> people like uh, i get what vince wants to do i get that he is truly a carny at heart right i respect him for that but um yeah i think that you know i cannot wait to see how they edit actually edit the Firefly Funhouse match. And they could also even edit the Boneyard match to be completely, which is, I think, is the next match we're going to talk about. It is. Uh, Like, I I definitely see them be able to actually edit that a little bit better, make things seem a little bit cooler, something similar to the, um, maybe even out of Matt Hardy's playbook with the, uh, with his matches. What they did at the Hardy compound and everything? Yes. Like, maybe if they're able to, replicate that a little bit like not steal what he does but be able to like you know try to make it feel more realistic right and it's like yeah speaking of the but yeah speaking of the boneyard match and everything when i one of the things i was like first thought about when when i heard that this was a boneyard match and everything i go back to the new day going up against the break the wyatt family in that empty lot with the cars and everything like that and so oh, yeah. it's like going Almost like a comparison. It might be. It might end up being a comparison between the two on that one. Oh, definitely. Yeah. All right. So, boneyard match. Let's. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think this one may be end up being a three four three. I'm being a little clairvoyant here and everything, but I I don't know how this is going to be laid out or anything like that. It may end up being like kind of like a buried alive match. I don't know. Um, and of course, I'm just speculating here and everything. But either way. I, even though the OC may be around, possibly, I I don't see the Undertaker losing. 
But who knows? Michelle McCool might pop up and smack AJ just for all the shit he said. Man. But um but yeah, I gotta yeah, I gotta give it to the Undertaker on this one. All right, Kayla. Undertaker. And um you're right, maybe Michelle McCool might show up and just be like, Hey, what are you talking about? Smack. Cause uh um yeah. Undertaker because I don't see AJ coming out alive. Even if the OC is lurking, um, I still see The Undertaker taking out all three of them at the same time. Or knowing it might be WrestleMania, spoiler, even if it's not, Undertaker might have some backup. Rather, it's Michelle or Kane if he's not too busy with being mayor of Knox County. Um, but then again, there could be another person that could help out Kane, which nothing comes to mind at the moment. But knowing how AJ is, I don't see the Undertaker coming in this alone. He'll have some kind of backup somehow. So, Undertaker, AJ Styles, you're phenomenal. Is going to end a uh, living rest in peace, not live in peace. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of live in pieces. Well, that works too. <laughs> Oh, I'm almost surprised I didn't make this a casket match, but this might end up being better, too. All right, Jolly. Okay, going three for three again with The Undertaker beating AJ Styles. And when they first said Boneyard match once again, my mind went to The Lion King and The uh, the Elephant <laughs> Graveyard. Come on. Like, yes. That, that's all that, that just popped in my head. It's like, uh, it's like I feel like we're going to be watching um, one of the... the levels from 2k20 that's one of those weird ass levels that they put in there the right. matches but it's like you know i think like, again like i said it all depends on the cin- cinematography um the, these are matches that these are going to be a little bit special do i think that kane steps up that would be awesome is there anybody i could see stepping up to help undertaker if the oc gets involved the only other person I could think of in all honesty, and he's on SmackDown, but I could see him saying, fuck it, is Jeff. Ooh. Yeah. Because he's he's had issues with AJ in the past, and, you know. Yeah. And with Mania, they always do a shake-up, so this could be the start of a shake-up. And so we, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. But again, like I said, three for three, we're going for we're Taker so far. You know, we we got to find some match that we disagree on, ladies. Come on! I know this is getting ridiculous. All right, this this next one might be it. Last man standing. Oh bullshit! You know we all know who the hell we're picking. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. No, no, no. Oh. Let's, hold on, no, no. Let let's save the last man standing for last. Because I hear that is possibly up there as one of the main events. Because Drew has stated that that match should be a main event. So we'll put that one towards the end. So let's actually talk about the Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. All right. All right. I'm down for that. I'll, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll hold off the last man standing until uh, we get to the big title matches. All right. Kabuki Warriors, Cross and Bliss. I love the Kabuki Warriors. I love the chemistry. I love the characters on the TV and everything like that. 
but the titles need it, it, the titles are in need of a shakeup again because it's kind of been a little stalemate for a while and everything, and they've been stuck on Raw for the longest time. As much as I don't want to go against them, I gotta go Bliss and Cross only be, only because the titles need a shakeup somehow. So. Yeah, that's gonna be my. That's gonna be. My, I'm probably gonna live to regret it, but we'll see. Kayla, I'm. I'm gonna agree with you. It's time for the titles to go back to SmackDown because, like you said, they've been sitting there surfacing on Raw. Um, yes, they have defended them on all three brands. Down also part including NXT, mm-hmm. but um, Kabuki Warriors. Um, they did what I wanted them to do. They broke the Iconics record. Thank God. Which they now have held it for 174 plus days. Um, but um, I'm calling it at WrestleMania, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss will become a second time WWE Women's Champion. Alrighty. All right, Jolie. Well, we're not going three for three. Ah, I am, here we go. I am picking the Kabuki Warriors because I don't feel that Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross should be the ones to end the title reign. I feel that there's another tag team, even though it's a temporary tag team. I feel that this temporary tag team should be the one that breaks it, and that is Natty and Beth Phoenix. Ah. Uh, I feel that, you know... There's just more uh, chemistry and more uh, history with the whole Natty and Oscar um, right there. But yeah, I have a like. It's going to be a good match regardless. I am glad that they broke the Iconics record. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I, I really think, but I do feel that like you know, with her beating Oscar, getting that win to me says they're going to lose at WrestleMania. Yeah. Just because a lot of times the one that has that's standing tall towards the end. I know it wasn't the go home show. Yeah. But but it's like one of those, you know, well, you're standing tall now, you're mocking, you're gonna lose because they they might have faced Asuka, but neither one of them has really, really faced Kyrie Sane or this version of Kyrie Sane. So, right. so that, that is true. That's why my mind is going off like all right, you got your crazy spider monkey, but you haven't really faced this crazy spider monkey. <laughs> so I'm actually looking forward to seeing her and Nikki go at it. Mm-hmm. Um, my only one one gripe with Alexa beating Asuka last night was the fact that it took Becky how long to defeat Asuka? And yeah. They just, they just, it, it, that really upset me that they did that and they did both Becky and Oscar wrong mm-hmm. uh, because I felt like, you know, that was a disservice to that storyline. I feel that, you know, it would have, if Alexa had won, but won via Oscar screwing up, like misting herself by like how Becky made her miss herself. Mm-hmm. I would have been okay with that, but you know, just the clean win, it just didn't sit right with me. Yeah. And that's, that's actually been a, a lot of sentiment amongst like, you know, wrestling fans, because now you're going to have Alexa bliss stand saying, well, we already knew that she was a superior wrestler to Becky. Don't start this war. You don't want this war. 
No, nah, because they're not called deadly fans for nothing. Because we don't, we will fight everybody for Becky. Yeah, here's my here's my issue with Alexa and everything. On the mic, her promos and everything, killer. She's got it's like she can talk amongst the best with them and everything. In the ring, her abilities and everything are kind of like so so. But yet she's been pushed so much. Been able to get have like so many title reigns and everything like that, and I'm just and so it's like when I compare like all the recent champions, yeah, she's had more uh, title reigns and more combined days holding the titles and everything, but it's just like no, she's always like towards the bottom of my list. Yeah, she's I, I like you said, she's a great promo. She's probably one of the better female heels. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, the, her last promo was actually pretty decent before this match. Uh, but it's just like, you know, I just, I, I the, what they did was a disservice to the storyline that her and Becky, even with Natty and Asuka, you know, right. that's like, you know, you, you build and build and like, you just have her face her for like the first time in how many months and she beats her cleanly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next match. <sighs> All right, next match. Okay, now here's where we get a little tricky. Okay, so the original match set up last night, and I'm going with the SmackDown Tag Team titles. The the original match set up last night was a triple threat ladder match between the champions, Miz and Morrison, the Usos, and the New Day. Now, word has it, that the Miz had to be pulled from the WrestleMania tapings because he was sick. So the match has actually been changed to a kind of a one-on-one match between John Morrison and one of the Usos. And from what I've so and from what I've seen and everything, it's still gonna be for the tag title match. I I think on the go home show they're gonna clarify all of this as far as like how it comes about and everything. So um, how the new day gets just canceled out of this altogether. But um, this one's kind of taking a turn based on all the rumors and everything that's come out of uh, the SmackDown or the WrestleMania tapings. Uh, Kayla, can you make any sense of this? Well, since this is going to be one of the tricky matches, um, rather if it is Usos versus New Day versus Morrison and Miz, because um, as of four hours ago on the WWE Twitter, they do have it still the triple threat with all three of them. Um, So if it ends up being the triple threat, I'm going with Usos, but um, with the little rumored card that came out saying one Us versus Morrison, I hate to say it, I believe that we are going to see the Usos lock down the penitentiary and tie the New Day with seven-time tag team champions. All righty. Yeah, I mean, when I was looking at, no matter which way this match folds out and everything, I don't see Miz and Morrison going away with the titles at all. And I'm actually going to agree with you, Kayla. No no matter how this plays out and everything, it's like Usos are going to take it down no matter what. Depend- now it just matters which Uso it's, it's going to be. But they're twins, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jolie. If they were going to do it a triple threat and they had to go down to one competitor, they should do one competitor each. That's what now, I thought. 
from what I've been reading, um, a lot of the stuff has been going out. A lot of this has been reported out by um, a certain dumbass. Um, um, Meltzer. <laughs> oh, name. That, that dumbass. That dumbass. <laughs> um, so there has been some rumors that have been put out there or dirt sheets by him. And they have not been true. So mm. I'm going to look at this as a triple threat match with one, one, and one. But I do actually agree that I feel that the Usos will get their titles back and that you're actually going to have now a decent competitive SmackDown tag team division. Exactly. Oh, man. And then if we actually get a... Um, if we actually get a SummerSlam, a true SummerSlam and everything in Boston... uh I want to see I want to see them hook up again, New Day and Usos. At least one more time. Break. But um but yeah, that's months ahead and everything, but oh, okay. So we all agree on this one. Ooh, damn, there's my list. And it would all be right. Jimmy. And it would be Jimmy, yeah. It would be Jimmy because Jimmy um is a little bit more better in ring, I feel, than Jay. They're both they both got their skills, but Jimmy is a little bit more brutal, so mm-hmm. I think that he'd be the one in ring. Okay. That's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be Jimmy, Kofi, and Morrison. Which that right there, it doesn't matter what match that's for. That's just that that's an epic That's match. a beautiful that's, that's a beautiful a, match. Exactly. That is an epic match right there. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. <sighs> All right, so let's go back to a simpler match here. Uh, this one made official last night uh, based on uh, Gulak picking up the win. Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, Intercontinental title. Oh, lordy, lordy. Sami's got to do the bulk work on his own. He might try to weasel his way out of it and everything like that. But it's like Daniel has said already he doesn't want to be a full-time wrestler much anymore. But uh, still, I gotta go to Daniel. I gotta go. Ugh. I gotta go, Daniel Bryan, on this one. All right, Jolie. I gotta go, Daniel Bryan. Um, but I feel that he's gonna lo- win via DQ, letting Sami Zayn keep the title. Ugh. Well, only because Sami has been put on the back shelf, on the back burner for so long, and he actually is a great in-ring talent. That I feel that if he was going to drop the title to anybody, it should be to somebody that's going to stay on SmackDown for a little bit longer. Um, yeah. Because we are, because Daniel Bryan has already said once everything is done taping, he's not going to be on SmackDown for at least two weeks. He um, has already said he's going into quarantine. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So that's why I think that that he will win the match, but he won't win the title because it'll be via DQ. Because you know Cesaro um, or Shinsuke, if they're there, we don't know if they'll be uh, ringside. There has some rumors that Shinsuke is not going to be there. Um, But then there's rumors that Asuka wasn't going to be there, but now she is. So, like I said, there's so much misinformation going on right now. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Kayla? Um, 
as much as I would love Daniel Bryan to take the title away from Sami Zayn, because Sami Zayn is definitely not one of my favorites. Yes, he is very great in the ring. He's very talented. Um, he's not. He's um, in the category buried talent until this point. <laughs> um, as far as Daniel Bryan, I'm going to have to agree with Jolie. Daniel Bryan's going to win, but it's going to be by DQ, uh, DQ or maybe no contest. Because um, if Daniel is taking time off, I I really don't see him getting the title. And like I said, Sami Zayn needs to lose the title to somebody that's actually going to be on SmackDown and be able to defend the title. So yeah. Daniel Bryan, no contest or DQ. Alrighty. Okay, so on to our next matchup that had a bit of a shakeup as, as well. The Raw Tag Team titles. So the original match was due to be the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. We did learn that Andrade actually suffered an injury this past Monday, so removed, they removed him from the match, but the match is still taking place. So from, and of course they'll probably announce this either on Monday or at the WrestleMania taping itself, Angel will still have a partner. From what I've read, it is an NXT star by the name of Austin Theory. And so it was a little bit of a shocker that they're bringing him up, but I do see potential in this and everything. But there ain't no way in hell the Street Profits are losing to this makeshift team. I don't get it. Even if Selena is around at ringside yapping and everything like that. Uh, yeah, I definitely do not see the Street Profits losing this title match. Jolie? They don't want the smoke. Street Profits retain. All right, sure. I, 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 it's short and sweet, but I, I, out of all the people for them to pick, um, to bring up to team with Angel Garza, they picked the guy that just lost to Tyler Breeze. <laughs> I mean, there's other guys. Hell, they could have probably put in uh, Tony Nice or um, yeah, I would have picked somebody from 205 Live over Austin Theory because Austin's still relatively new. But, you know, we'll see. But again, Street Profits retain. Yeah. Kayla? No matter how this match goes, whether if it's the original or Angel, Garza, and Austin Theory, like Jolie says, they don't want the smoke. Street Profits are going to retain Raw Tag Team titles. All right. Short and sweet. All right. So, all right, ladies, let's have some fun with this one. We kind of know which one or two ways this is going to go and everything, but fatal five-way elimination match for the SmackDown women's title. Lacey Evans, Sasha Banks, Naomi, Tamina, and Bailey. So this is either going to go one or two ways, in my opinion and everything. It's either Bailey's going to retain, Sasha's going to turn on her right afterwards, or Sasha's going to win, and it's going to start kind of like the trickle effect with their relationship leading up to their major matchup at uh, SummerSlam. So that's the only two ways I really see this coming out to play. I don't see either one of the other ladies even getting remotely a chance to win this. But, um, yeah, that's that's my prediction. I know it's two ways about it and everything like that. So am I allowed to get away with Two scenarios, Kayla. Absolutely, because 
with me writing this prediction article, like I said, I've gone back and forth with this match, back and forth, back and forth. Like I have that vibe. Bailey's going to retain. Sasha might win. But with me finally getting ready to sit down and write this all out, I'm going to go with Bailey retains only because the way she's been on SmackDown. I've beaten Naomi, I've beaten this person, I've beaten this person, I've beaten this person. And it's going to get to the point she's going to say she beat Sasha Banks way too many times. That is when Sasha's going to snap. And that is how, and she's going to turn on her. And that's how it's going to build Bailey versus Sasha Banks at SummerSlam. And that's when Sasha's going to win. I see Bailey retaining. But she's going to gloat way too much that she's beating everybody in the women's division. And that's going to trigger the legit boss. All right. Jolie, how do you see this? Who I want to win and who I think is going to win. Okay. Who I want to win is Naomi. Because I just feel that she deserves that title back. Who is going to win is most likely going to be Bailey with her gloating and getting her ass beat by Sasha. Now, the main question is, mm-hmm. who is turning face? Is it going to be Sasha? Is she going to see Bailey as a bully now? Or is Bailey going to see Sasha as the bully? We don't know yet. I, I, it, this is one thing that is going to be a little bit difficult because they're both technically heels at the moment. Yeah, but we don't know. It, it all depends on who to, who turns on who first. Um, I do think that Sasha will turn first, and I think that Sasha will become a face, even though she's a better heel. Right now, you still kind of need to feel out this heel Bailey, and mm. then you'll have a dual swap come SummerSlam, where Bailey becomes back towards more towards a face tweener, and you have Sasha as a heel. Okay, I'm trying to wrap my head around all that. <laughs> no, but, but it makes sense. But I mean, Bailey, I don't know what they're doing with Bailey because Bailey showed up last night with her hair more chopped off. Did I like see it. that. I loved it. I it actually look. looked really cute, but it was yeah. just like, whoa, she chopped it off even more, you know. <laughs> I think she's trying to show her uh, neck tattoo off the back. She's got a tattoo on the back of her neck, so I think she was trying to show that off, and she's oh. got intricate designs like i think it's like shade in the back that she has in her hair so i think that's what she was doing um hey short hair does not mean you're a heel all the time thank you very much true i didn't say nothing like that (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh oh is kayla calling jolie a heel (laughs) no i'm just an asshole i'm just an asshole Oh, man. <laughs> but no matter what, how this does play out, we all know that this is going to be the match that starts the spiral towards the storyline that every WWE fan has been waiting for for the longest time. The big story, Sasha Bailey. Please. Please. That's if oh, they can pull the yeah. trigger. They, they they didn't pull the trigger last time. No. But it's like, I, I feel that they can't have both sets of horsemen feuding at the same time. Because when they were starting to feud the last time, Be- Becky and Charlotte were all on the same page. Mm-hmm. 
Then when they started to feud, they brought Sasha and Bailey back together. Because I remember that whole tea thing. And then them mocking them, you know, like Sasha and Bailey getting mocked by Becky and Charlotte. And then after some, or, uh, hell, uh, yeah, SummerSlam, that's when Becky or uh, Sasha and Bailey were mocking Becky and Charlotte. So it's like they, for some reason, they can't have both sets feuding at the same time. So if this, if this goes back to what I have originally fucking dreamt of, 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 Finally, Becky and Charlotte being on the same page. Becky and Charlotte going for the tag titles. Becky and Charlotte winning the tag titles. I am all for it. So. (sighs) We'll see what the powers that be say. Speaking of Becky. Next match. (laughs) I know. I know. We got to talk about this, even though we kind of already know what's going to happen. Raw Women's Title Match, <sighs> Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch. <sighs> Jolie, get it over with. I sadly have to say that Becky is going to lose the match. I'll be seriously shocked if she does retain, but I feel that she is going to lose by a submission, but she's not going to tap out, which sets up the storyline for another feud down the line. Yeah, similar to, similar to the whole Liv and Asuka both passing out, which gives them a possible shot at, at Shayna. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Becky's had a hell of a run this past year. She's had a hell of a run. And even the, the bit of time she had with both titles and everything, she's had a hell of a run. But... Look, she beat she beat Alexa Blisses. I'm fine with it. <laughs> she beat Rhonda. I'm okay with it. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's like Shane is going to end up taking the title and everything, unfortunately. So, but yeah, Becky, as much as she doesn't want to, Becky, Becky, sweetheart, you need some time off. Re- recharge your batteries a little bit. Get married. Get married. Have y'all's honeymoon. They can't go nowhere. Well, after all this is over, yeah. You think but, she's um, gonna want to take off that much time? Really? Probably not. She probably want to take like a month. I read that she was complaining about taking that entire week off that they took off back in like when <laughs> he proposed to her. <laughs> it's like she's like finally at the level that she wants to be and everything like that, and they tell her you gotta take some time off. It's like no, I've had enough time off. Back when I was in catering and stuff like that. Pre-shows. So, yeah, it's like, no, I feel she she loves, it's like she's finally where she wants to be and everything. But, yeah, sister, you got to take some time off. Uh, Kayla, three for three? Um, Becky has had the most amazing reign, both as champion. Um, she did... She has done so much when she's been Raw Women's Champion. She became the longest reigning champion, which she's, what, a, be a year? Um, yeah, a year as champion as Raw. Um, I'm actually really glad how, rather, the whole man gimmick, rather she went from face to heel, the fans still loved her. I loved how she was always so part 
of the WWE universe, regardless if she was face or heel. I don't even think she was really a heel because she. Nah. But she's a, um, she's a tweener. Tweener. Okay. So the way she interacted with the fans on both, you know, made me become more of a Becky Lynch fan than I ever been. Um. So if you were to ask me who my top two favorite horsewoman is, she would definitely probably be in my number one spot right now. Um, but I'm going to actually agree with Jolie. Becky Lynch is going to lose by submission, but she is not going to tap out. She's going to pass out exactly like Asuka and Liv Morgan did in the chamber. And I will be raising glorious and screaming. My mom's going to get annoyed by me, but the queen of spades is going to become your new raw women's champion. Oh, and then the interesting topic is going to be who's going to take the title off of her. Nobody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she ain't going to go on a 40 year run like Moolah did. Come on. 60. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> Nope, I, I already know who's going to take the title off her. Who? Rowdy Ronda Rousey. That's one. Bianca. Ah! I feel that Bianca will come up for that title because I, I definitely think that infusing Bianca into the Raw Women's division is going to be so much better for her. Yeah, because even though like a lot of people say they would rather have her versus like Naomi or Sasha... Oh, they'll 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 get that chance. She'll she'll face Sasha. Could you imagine that that's going to be your Survivor Series? Oof! If Sasha has the title and Bianca has the title, oh, champion hello. versus champion, street, street profits versus the Usos. Oh, oh, WW Creative! If you ever get a hold of this podcast recording, make notes, please. Write some of this shit down. Or hire me. Or hire, yeah, or hire the three or hire the three of us. Hell. We can do a lot better than what the hell some of these matchups have been. Exactly. <laughs> Alrighty. Next on the list, the other women's title match. And yeah, normally we, we we wouldn't get this, but for the very first time ever, the NXT is the NXT brand will be invading WrestleMania, as the NXT Women's Champion Rhea Ripley will put the title on the line against the Royal Rumble winner, Charlotte. And yes, I would rather have this match on the grand stage with all the audience and everything like that, like the whole show, because that NXT coming up to WrestleMania, that would be, that would have been like the best scenario and everything, but it's still going to be on the show regardless. So... When I look at the matchups on this and everything, Charlotte's got the history. Rhea's got the momentum. And I think they're going to use this to help put Rhea and NXT over a little bit more. So I'm definitely going to go with Rhea retaining the title on this one. All right, Kayla. Um, they always say to beat the woman, to be the woman, you got to beat the woman. And, of course, Charlotte always thinks she has the higher ego. Um, that she will probably think she'll come on top, 
Um, but right now, I really do not see Charlotte going back to NXT. Mm-mm. So, um, Rhea Ripley is going to riptide her ass, and she's going to retain the title. Alrighty. Jolie? As much as I love the Queen, um, I am a Charlotte fan. Um, I see her doing this as putting over Rhea and putting over NXT. It's kind of a way of a passing of the torch, um, since if you look at it, yeah, Paige did it with them, with the horsewoman. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the horsewoman to do it this new this new generation. Mm-hmm. So I see this is with Rhea winning. It's a way of putting over that division, saying it's your turn now. Good luck. Right. And there's no better place to do it than the grandest stage of them all. And, you know, it does really suck that I'm not going to be there. Oh, I, I know, I know, I know. <sighs> oh. But hey, it's like if all this is said, I'm I, I, I'm pretty much telling you this right now. If if all of this is said and done by the summer, and we actually get SummerSlam in Boston and everything, I'm gonna use some of that stimulus money and book get tickets to SummerSlam and go up there. Hell, I got family. Up, we got family up there, so. <laughs> and plus, it's the week of my birthday. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna. Okay, so I'm gonna get back to I'm gonna get back to a match that we were about to talk about earlier, but we put it off. All right, last man standing, Edge and Orton. Coming been brewing since the Royal Rumble. It's coming out to play. And from what <laughs> we're probably gonna go three for three on this one, but Jolie. Edge. Straight up. This is his return match. This is the match that he has deserved to win. This is the match he deserves to have. Edge wins. Hands down. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, I mean, I mean, especially, I don't think, yeah, they wouldn't bring him back, like, on a minute. Yes, he signed for three years and everything, but he's limited on that. It's going to be limited on matches and everything. So, with his limited schedule, I don't see him losing this one either. And plus, that promo that he did to kind of propose the match to Randy and everything. Epic. I, besides the trash talking at these performance center shows, I love the promos. The promos have been like amazing and everything. So I just really hope that WWE can keep this up after all this crap is said and done with. But um, yeah, it, it's, I see it. Yeah. I definitely see edge taking this one. They're going to, they're going to rip each other apart in that performance center. Kayla. I'll make it short and sweet to the point. My prediction is the rated R superstar edge all the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it was almost on the Tony Chimmel level, level right there. <laughs> I was trying to aim for that, but my allergies ain't kind of shit. All right, so. That will that match will either be one of the two main events, but I'm more than likely probably going to be these these next two matches. All right, so Universal Title match. It was originally supposed to be Roman Reigns going up against the champion Goldberg. We did learn this week that due to his health concerns, Roman backed out of WrestleMania and absolutely love and respect to him for doing that because I actually 
know two people right now who um who are who are facing leukemia and so i definitely and roman's beaten it twice and so it's like mad love and respect to him for bowing out and putting his health first and everything so instead of roman uh we are now going to get braun Strowman versus goldberg Alrighty. so kayla who is take who's who's got the title well, since they are still advertising Roman, um, even on the Twitter for WWE, um, I don't know how they're going to do it, especially on SmackDown. How they're going to introduce this? So I'm going to do I'm going to do the both. Um, for somehow if Roman's still up in this, um, Roman Reigns will become a two-time Universal Champion. But if it still ends up being Braun Strowman, um. Braun Strowman is definitely going to get the title that he's well-deserved for these past few years instead of being the underdog. So, sorry, Goldberg. Um, either way, you're going to get a spear or you're going to get these hands. <laughs> All right, Jelly? I want to do the same thing that Kayla did. If um, if Roman was still doing it, I would have uh, gone for Roman. It's a title he never lost, just like with Ciampa. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman, I mean, um, Goldberg did what he was meant to do, and that was make people root for Roman. I know, shocking. <laughs> um, and if it's Braun, Braun has deserved a title run, and it's kind of like I wonder if they knew this was coming, and that's why they had him drop the Intercontinental title so he could Maybe. be the one to face Goldberg and win his first his first championship. And then, you know, once everything clears up, I see... Him being a sadly short interim champion, maybe a couple months, and Roman will get his title back. Yeah, either way. Uh, I mean, no matter how this plays out and everything, Goldberg wasn't leaving WrestleMania with a title regardless. And so here we are again, three for three. This is supposed to be a prediction show, and we agreed on everything but one match. <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be that might end up being the tiebreaker between us. <laughs> All right, last match WWE Championship Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. And again, I would rather have this is one of the matches I wish was in the stadium, but unfortunately, we're at where we're at and everything. But, but, um, from the interviews and everything, it's like Drew's like. Still happy to get this opportunity. He's, he's long deserved this for the longest time and everything like that. Brock can take his part-time ass home, stay there, quarantine himself for like I don't know how he, how many months and everything like that. But um, yeah, I do not see Drew losing this match at all. So that yeah, that's my prediction on that one. Jolie, the F five is nothing compared to a Claymore. The F5 is going to be downgraded to an EF0. Brock Lesnar <laughs> is going home with nothing. Drew wins. Drew earned it. Drew deserves it. I thank Brock for being the one person that can actually put people over mm-hmm. um, and do it incredibly well. I mean, he did it with Keith Lee briefly at the Re- Royal Rumble. Yeah. And for some reason, he's the only one they can bring it out of Seth Rollins. I mean, 
Seth's when Seth's title reign got stale at the by uh, Extreme Rules, and then he lost the title. He became an interesting character again. <laughs> There's just something about Brock Lesnar that is able to bring characters out of people, and he's brought something out of Drew, and Drew is going to become the first his first um, Universal no heavyweight W W W. Not the heavyweight anymore? Oh, whatever. No. WWE. <laughs> WWE title. Uh, yeah, he's, he's going to get his first title, so. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny. I always go back to the clip from the, the Rumble and everything. It's like where Corey Grave is like saying, this crowd is still st- still stunned or taken aback by the fact that Drew eliminated Brock and everything. I was like, wait. We weren't taking it back about it. We're fucking happy as hell. It's like that. Pl- it's like y'all saw it on TV. Like, that place erupted when Drew elim- when Drew eliminated uh, Brock and everything. It was oh. wonderful. Yeah, that was probably my second favorite moment of that rumble. The first being Edge. Yeah, the yeah the place definitely erupted with that one. That was like kind of like a no brainer right there. And then oh, it, it was Edge, Drew taking out Brock, and then Drew winning were the, the three loudest pops. Mm-hmm. And it's like you could just see the motion on Drew's face and everything. And afterwards, he was like running up and down the ramp and everything, high five and everybody. He was like so happy and just elated. He's finally getting the push he deserves. <sighs> Kayla? Give me something funny going back to the Royal Rumble. I'm working on his uh, prediction article. The picture that I'm using for the WWE Championship is the picture of Drew McIntyre Claymore Claymore kicking Brock over the ring. Um, <laughs> so, um, all I gotta say, um, Brock Lesnar, he's he's great in the ring. He's um, always seems to, like Jolie said, always seems to put over people. Um, but as much time as, you know, we always think this is the end of Brock Lesnar, he always seems to come back and just right, miraculously pop up and get another title shot. Um, but I hate to say it. Don't you gonna do be, it. It's going to be one, two, three. Three seconds, Claymore kick, and your new winner is going to be the Scottish psychopath, Drew McIntyre. Okay, thank God, because I was about to say, I was about to say, you're not picking Brock to win this. <laughs> oh no, Brock needs to go. He needs to go die for a couple more years and come back. <laughs> I was fixing to say, shit, woman, don't scare me like that. <laughs> How to make it interesting? <laughs> ah, oh man. And of course, it's like with the whole WrestleMania card and everything, they did away with the Battle Royals, which was obviously a good decision. Number one, because especially where they're keeping the match at, and two, because of how of what all is going on with the coronavirus and everything. Darn, we don't get to see the vagina trophy this year. It's the uterus trophy. The Whatever. Uterus trophy. <laughs> Whatever. All right, we're not doing Jester's Chair this week, so no one's getting thrown in the hot seat. But I do want to throw this to you, and I kind of already know what your answers are going to be, but this is going to be for an article that I'm working on 
as far as like cities that deserve a WrestleMania, whether they've hosted one before or not. And I already know what these are going to, your answers are going to be, but let me hear it anyway. Kayla. I'm going to give you two. One's already been here before. Um, but I, of course, I didn't know about it until after the fact because my friend from work got to go. Um, I would like to see one back in Atlanta, Georgia. And then also, I would definitely love to see one in Charlotte, North Carolina, Bank of America Stadium because those are both pretty close to me. Um, so if I really had to choose for um, WrestleMania, I would definitely pick those two choices. All right. Jolie? One has been here before. The other one was supposed to be there. So I'm going to pick Tampa. Tampa deserves to have a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And you got to bring it back to the city, city of brotherly love, baby. We've got a very brand new, beautiful, all green stadium. Lincoln, Lincoln Financial. Financial. Lincoln Financial Field, my home, Section 218. You can find me there every Eagle Sunday. Um, <laughs> but. When it comes to wrestling towns, there is no town greater than Philadelphia. You saw saw that Elimination Chamber, and you saw it at the Royal Rumble when we had the first Women's Royal Rumble. Right. This town was built on wrestling because this is the town that built ECW. So Okay. All right, I'm going to throw another question. I'm not going to say mine because I'm uh, I'm writing the article, of course, and everything like that. But if you could pick three wrestling towns, if you could pick three cities as a wrestling town, a good fire wrestling town, what would you pick, Jolie? Philadelphia, Madison Square Garden, and um, Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh. All right, Kayla? Atlanta. Madison Squared, and I'm going to have to go with Gillette Stadium. Oh, Boston? Boston, yeah. Couldn't think where it was from there for a minute. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, this one's going to be a little biased and everything for me, obviously, but I'm gonna, I am definitely have to say Houston because it's like we're, we're, we are definitely a rowdy bunch. Uh, I'm going to agree with Philly because that's definitely a big wrestling town and everything. The third one, I I guess I'll say Atlanta too, because of the because of history there and everything. But yeah, <sighs> but we'll see what see what happens down the road because I think next year's gonna is the next year's uh, supposed to be at a uh, L.A. Right? Oh yeah, yeah Hollywood. Because uh, yeah, because they had already no, stadium. That. The first the first time anything's going to be in that uh, arena. Yeah, because after they after they finish building it and everything, ah, uh, more to come in the future. All right, ladies, uh, any final thoughts coming in for WrestleMania? I have no final thoughts for WrestleMania, but I do have a final thought on this. Stay Uh-oh. home, please. This is a your gesture asking you guys nicely to stay home. You've got doctors, nurses, med students candy stripers working their asses off you've got cities like new york chicago cities in iran and italy all cheering for these men and women that are putting their lives at risk and sadly some have died from this these are doctors working sick as dogs stay home for them that is all i have to say that's it 
<laughs> Kayla, any final thoughts? No. Other than stay home and stop hoarding the toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, please. Jesus. <laughs> My dad went to, went to BJ's and there was no ketchup, no paper towels, no toilet paper, no kitten caboodle. Like, what seriously, the- what the hell are you hoarding? What the <laughs> hell are you making? The only the only reason we've been able to get by with toilet paper and everything is because my husband is a delivery driver and so he's been able to scrounge from the gas stations that he delivers coffee to because he, he works for one of the coffee companies that services the gas stations and everything, so he scrounges around wherever he can. Thank God. <laughs> what, he's stealing toilet paper. No, he's coffee. buying it. Oh. He's buying it, of course. <laughs> Oh, they're not hoarding it. Let's just steal the toilet paper. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he's buying it. No, no, people are doing that. They, they've actually had to be careful. Like some of the Walmarts, people are actually stealing it from the Walmarts. Oh, give you a funny, give you a funny um thing, um, showing how people has been hoarding toilet paper and taking toilet paper. Um, it was funny because my my plant that I work at literally is right next door to first quality which is like your paper products like your tape paper towels and you know toilet paper and one of the quality guys this is when it first started and they started hoarding the toilet paper he said well at least they hopefully they haven't discovered first quality or they would start trying to jump the gates or whatever you know (laughs) trying to get the toilet paper i kid you not i came home from work that night and my mom was saying hey guess what happened today what it was on an upstate crime thing of Anderson County that somebody, there was a bunch of people outside the gate of first quality trying to jump in and steal the toilet paper. And I'm like, man, really? Just give us the toilet paper back. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Oh, well, the queen's final thought is this. Definitely don't go, go out unless you have to. Props to all the essential workers that are still having to face everything, including, like, medical staff. Because it's like, I got, uh, my mom is a, my mom, my, uh, my stepmom is a uh, nurse at uh, Texas Children's. My sister's an EMT. And, uh, as I said, my husband's a delivery driver, so he still has to brace the roads and everything. So, props and love to them and everything. And, uh Hopefully this mess will come to an end soon. But um, yeah, prayers to everybody. All right, so that's all the time we have for this edition of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us, and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.